All set? All set. Hey, I am lucky today. This is Father Tom on uh, Behind the Curtain. And today for a change, I have a young priest. You may ask, what's a young priest? I haven't seen one. Well, maybe I can't, you may not be able to see one, but we have one here with me today. And I'm an honored uh, Father Edwin. And in fact, I was at your ordination. Was it two That's years right. now? Two years ago, yeah. Two years ago. It was on u- unique ordination. It was. I mean, Do you one, remember the, the circumstances? Yeah. It was, I just remember where it was. It was on yeah. a Thursday. Who right. gets ordained on a Thursday? Yeah, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, usually it's on a Saturday and it's at the cathedral when typically class you know at least some classmates or someone right. else but you were solo right there and we went to a celebration in corpus christi church right and we would get all the priests were gathering because we had a convocation which we do uh tuesday wednesday thursday after labor day and so that thursday morning for those who wanted to, to attend the ordination could go down to corpus christi and so i did and there it was it was a beautiful ceremony but it was different, unique. On a, yeah, ooh, on a, a third, Thursday, on man, a Thursday right. morning, huh? You know, it wasn't yeah. that it was. I asked for Saturday, but the bishop had his own vision. So, That's right. but I'm grateful for it because it gave me a chance to, you know, have the priest there and oh yeah, had a few classmates from around Florida that were uh-huh. had made the now, trip. So, um, what was the circumstances other than I mean, was there something that going on that you had to have it? Um, that week or something was sure. it family commitments or yeah no was actually death it was the family or was yeah it? because I, something yeah yeah the circumstances were I um when I graduated from St Vincent de Paul that's right. my alma mater right I graduated from there in 2017 and then all my classmates got ordained and I waited an extra year okay. I took an extra year as a deacon and so I went to the Basilica St Paul's right. in Daytona Beach uh-huh. so as a deacon I I spent a year uh discerning a year of formation of just working with the people wow. getting some ministry uh-huh. um after because i entered seminary at 17 so back in 2008 so after nine years of seminary formation um you know this is kind of in hindsight but i'm grateful for the time that i was given in the parish uh-huh. just because like, i was kind of like losing touch right like the excitement of ordination wasn't enough for me to get me like out of bed or like get me pumped about like picking out vestments or picking out, uh-huh. you know, venues for receptions and all my classmates were excited. And I was kind of like a little damper, like Is in that the room. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you began thinking what's wrong with me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Hey. So thankfully uh, with the help of my vocation director and like my spiritual director, like and Bishop Noonan, they gave me that, that year to so be in a parish. Think about it, pray about it, yeah. discern a little bit more. Correct. Yeah. So, so that's, mm-hmm. yeah. So that was in March when I, when I came forward and I, I asked the Bishop, okay. um, you know, if he was ready to ordain me and so he ready. said, you know, his, his, his responses are so classic. Like mm-hmm. I was like, Bishop, are you ready to ordain me? He's like, Edwin, are you ready to be ordained? Wow. Um, uh-huh. kind of put it back on me. It's like, absolutely. Like I was ready to go. So by the, by the time it was March, there was only like two months until the, the ordinations in May. So it's sure. like, give yourself the summer to plan it, give, sure. give sure. enough time to your family to, you know, that want to be there. Okay. And then that's when he had mentioned about convocation, just having all the priests there. And yeah. Yeah. So that those were really the circumstances. No. Yeah. No mind me asking, how old are you right now? I am uh, 20. Uh, no, geez, I'm 30. I'm You're 30. 30. Now. Yeah. So you ordained when you were 28? I was 20, 28. Yep. So was I when I was ordained, 28 years old. Yeah. Wow. In fact, I went to the high school seminary. I was not yet 14. It's funny, all those years, and all of a sudden I get close to ordination. And I remember thinking, gee, am I ready right. <laughs> for all these years? All the questions coming. All of a sudden, man, this yeah. is it. Well, beautiful. Now, where were you born? I was born in Los Angeles, California. Okay. 
Yeah, that's where my parents met. All right. Um, I, for some reason, I was thinking you were born in El Salvador. That's where my yeah, my parents are from El Salvador. But you're you were not though. I was not born there. But then okay. after when I when I was two, I was sent to El Salvador for about eight months while my parents moved to New York. Um, and during that move, I stayed in El Salvador because they were you know it was the middle of winter. My dad was looking for work. Uh, they really didn't have like a place to stay. They were staying wow. with family. So, so they went from California to New York to New York, New York City, uh, man, uh, not to Long Island. Oh, Long uh, Island. Yeah, yeah, Long Island. How Southern long did County. they stay in New York? They were there. We were there ten years. Oh, you you were from the you lived then, there. Yeah, I lived there because then after El Salvador, I went back when I was three. I went uh -huh. back to, to New York. Okay, and then I lived with my, my with my parents and my little brother. My little brother was born. Uh, that was my surprise when now I got what to town New York. In Long Island, where you? Uh, I was in uh, Brentwood. Brentwood, okay. Brentwood, Bayshore, Central Slip. Um, okay. They're all kind of like in this. The yeah, connected. I was from Queens. I was born yeah. and raised in Queens. Okay. Wow. You say yeah. Brentwood, and by the nuns I had were Sisters of Saint Joseph. That's right. Of, of Brentwood. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they have their their um, oh. um the monastery there. Yeah. Um, and so I, when I got here to the diocese, actually, when I started applying, Sister Kathleen is a a sister of St. Joseph. Okay. And she asked me, like, were you taught by the sisters? Mm -hmm. I was like, well, you mean my, my, my mom's aunts or my mom's sisters? Or <laughs> oh, like, okay. what are you talking about? Like, I didn't, I didn't know anything like, about none. the sisters. Yeah. Wow. So, um, you were born in California. Right. Short time in El Salvador, New York. Did you go back to California or down to Florida? I came down right to Florida right after eighth grade. It was 2004. Okay. Now I have a problem with you now. What's up? Well, you had a, the L.A. Laker jersey on, the shirt on, yeah, and you the were there day. only uh, only two years. Yeah, I'm thinking, well, that's <laughs> fair enough. I mean, you should be a New York Knicks fan, but who wants to yeah. wear one of their shirts? Yeah, who wants to be a Knicks fan? Yeah. Oh, so you're really a New Yorker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Spent more time in New York. Yeah, in a way, right? Yeah. So how old were you came to Florida? I was 13. 13. You settled where? Uh, to Kissimmee. In Kissimmee. We moved down to Kissimmee. And your parish was? Uh, St. Catherine of Siena. St. Catherine of Siena, okay. Mm -hmm. So what made you uh, think of becoming a priest, consider a priest? What, what age, What anything that sure. influenced you more than other things? Sure. Yeah, I was, um, I was 17 years old uh, mm -hmm. when I was a senior. And my family and public I Public high school? Public high school, yeah, yeah Gateway that? High School, Kissimmee. Wow. Um, and my family and I went through you know, the loss of my brother. My brother died when I was 17. And he was, I was 16. He was 13. Oh boy. Um, he was a freshman in high school and he had a, he had a heart attack. So oh my, my, gosh. my, you can imagine, man, like just my, my world was rocked by that, and by that parents, loss. And mom my parents, and dad. Oh my yeah. gosh. So, you know, what saved my family uh -huh. and what saved, probably saved me, um, was that my parents decided the next morning they were, they went to the church, they went to talk to the priest and, at the time, my my parents were going through like some counseling with the parochial vicar there, Father Joseph Bellarif. Um, okay. So so yeah, just talking to them um, and helping us like grieve. Mm -hmm. and, and right. At the time, I was also preparing for confirmation mm -hmm. and being at the church more often, getting involved, getting involved with the youth group, helping with liturgies, just getting in okay. mixed into that world. All like, right. And at the same time, still struggling with like I'm still a teenager. I'm still grieving my brother's death. Yeah, like. Yeah. My, everything else seemed so much appealing, like, you know, money and cars and, you know, parties on the weekends. <laughs> I'm a senior in high school. Like, I want to be able to, like, live it up. And there you go. I'm kind of living in, like, this back and forth of, like, like, is this really making me happy? Is this really, like, filling that that gap that I that my brother left? And then I went on a retreat and I went to St. John Vianney to their vocation awareness weekend. 
and it's meant to be a retreat for like discerning your vocation but right. it was my first retreat ever so you imagine like i was just like in a perfect position to to receive you know the lord's um guidance yeah. and and his 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 comfort you know I, I was just i got there so hurt and like and so exhausted from trying to keep up appearances that wow. everything was okay yeah, and yeah. i met great seminarians i met some of the priests yeah, there yeah. and so i mean that really i mean it and opened up the possibility was, of like wow like these this is what these guys are all about you know helping people and yeah 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 and uh serving the lord and so and, and so am i right to say that the tragic death of your brother sort of opened the way to this vocation absolutely right absolutely people ask me it's like did you do it for your brother it's like i don't think i did it for my brother no, no. you do it for jesus right you right. do it because of the invitation um but it definitely opened the door you know for me to to, to consider it and um, i mean yeah you definitely had a dealt with the harsh reality of life you know what i mean yeah. all of a sudden much as you like to you know have a good time in your high school years right but you're dealing with something you know there's more to life there has been more than life than this because this is oh so transient and lose you 13 years old yeah. oh boy but in some ways god used that right and i like to think it was a blessing right you know i mean all things work together for the good for those that love mm. the lord and and hopefully it soften your heart compassion yeah. mercy you know that from our pain we we minister tremendously and i think maybe the gods are using that in your life absolutely wow so that's i mean those were the beginnings and then once in seminary uh, i'm glad i'm grateful for the time that i had in seminary like with all the my brother seminarians and the priests and my spiritual directors and formation advisors and like um you know, it was Father Miguel that Father Miguel he Gonzalez, was the, okay. he was vocation director when I first came in. So, um, um, your classmates and you know, who ordained for this diocese, who yeah. were they? Uh, Juan, Father Juan Osorno. Okay. I was oh. I was ordained because I was in seminary with him throughout yeah. my time in seminary. And then okay. He got ordained first, and then I got ordained the following year. But okay. that same year, Father Matthew and Father Blake were both ordained as well. Um, I just got it. I don't know. There was no way I was going to be able to share That's that. Right. Share, was, yeah. share the cathedral with those two guys. They had enough. <laughs> <laughs> they had a lot of buses. Let's just oh, say that. Oh man. But still, so you had a, but still, it's interesting. So yeah. you have classmates and by yourself. So well, you still have something to share with memories. Cause like the friendships that yeah. you develop in seminary tend to be the strongest. Yep. I think so. You know, you go to school with, you go, you know, and then you kind of, it's a good, good support that you have, but you strike me as a very, uh, a joyful fella. Yeah. I don't know you that well. I sure, just see sure. you, you know, uh, but you've you seen emanate a certain joy. I don't know if it, the p other people would notice that in you, if that's part of your gift. You have a, a joyfulness about you. Yeah. You know, that that's what I see in you. And so um, two years a Dane, going well? So far, yeah. So far it's great. So like the, you know, what I wake up to do every morning is just it's so joyful. It's, uh, you know, it challenges me. It, it forces me into sometimes uncomfortable situations where, you know, I'm either like having to, you know, walk into somebody else's tragedy or somebody yes, else's yeah, right, like right, sadness right. or or the weight of like losing someone or, but, you know, it comes with its blessings too, like being in a school. Um, I'm at St. Charles Borromeo. So we have a parochial school and then also the high school, the high right? school. Um, Bishop so Moore right next there, right? And then yep. you have the, um, we have Morning Star Morning as well. Morning Star. And Morning yep. Star is a school for, what, uh, people was, may not know what that is. Yeah, Morning Star is a school for uh, children with disabilities. Wow. Uh, people that need it, uh, children that need uh, more assistance. And so... Um, is that mainly mental disabilities? Mental or? disabilities, correct. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. So they have a great team of teachers and administrators that are... And that's all on your them. premise, in a way. You're it's all in the same your campus. Your backyard, right? right there right. it is. Yep. Wow. Yep. It's very unique. Very unique assignments. Yeah, um, right. 
and, and getting involved too, like with the athletics. I'm, I, I love sports. I love watching sports. I love playing sports. Um, I love encouraging, like in using yeah, like, yeah, yeah. sports analogies and my preaching. So yeah, that's right. it's a good fit, you know, for uh, serving some of the athletes on campus. And, you know, they're, they're students first and then they're athletes. Um, right. But also that's, least that's, that's, that's their gift. Th- and, at least in theory. Right. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. In theory, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> at least for some, you know. I think sports would get a lot of people through high school, you know. Yeah. It's, it's what makes high school, you know, your time in high school enjoyable to put up with everything else. But wow. So, and so you, you're ordained, you were sent straight to St. Charles. I was first, or, when I was first I ordained. I was St. Paul's. Yeah, I stayed at St. Paul's oh, you for- did. For about a for about eight months, it was probably okay. This, for I the people, so. they were kind of confused because they were like, you know, you were with us as a deacon, and now you're with us as a priest, and you're now you're having to say goodbye. Wow! And so, um, you know, the way that everything lined up, I I got a chance to at least enjoy some time as a priest in Daytona Beach and, and St. Paul's in Daytona Beach. Yeah. Again, those may not know, and it's uh. I think I know how you say a little rougher neighborhood, I suppose, in yeah, some ways. I think I know, I know how you city. describe it, right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, because we think of Daytona Beach, you hear the word beach, you think of sunshine, the sand, right. maybe you know, bike week or things. But right, uh, St. Paul's is on the mainland. It's right on the mainland, right bit, on US one. And Daytona yep. um, has a lot of homeless, and a lot of them are clustered right, right in your. Basically, your parish, you know, right there on US one, right, yeah, like right by that. the bus station. Yeah, and, yeah, you, you yeah. deal with it right there. Yeah. Oh boy, so that's an interesting assignment. It is, I think so, huh? Yeah, it's, I, I would Yeah, it's not really for the faint of heart. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, just because like you're, because you, when you go to a parish, right, like you want to be able to like, you know, establish yourself as a as a priest and also like as you're serving your people, but also yeah. like you live there, like it's a part of your daily routine of like where are you going to go grocery shopping where are you going to uh-huh. like go out for dinner or yeah. go exercise so you kind of yeah. like you know enculturate yourself into the area too um so i mean for me i embraced walking around in sandals and shorts and like long t-shirts and like kind of living that coastal lifestyle there you, you know go. it's like yeah so it's <laughs> i can i gotta be a little bit more buttoned up in college park but uh but still like just like that casual um very laid back. That's a lot of the people up there were so good, you know, so good for me. Oh, yeah. Um, I, was a, uh, I was a chaplain to Father Lopez. Yeah, yeah, right okay. To, nice. You know, well, it was, it was close to where it was, right? Not too far. Now it's a different location, but it was right there. Right. And said, I was a Lady of Laws. I lived at Lady of Laws in Daytona when okay, I was so a chaplain. Okay, so you know the area. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Okay. And then I was in Ormond Beach, Prince of Peace before that. So I kind of okay. knew that area. Yeah. So I always I sort of like St. Paul's. Yeah. Don't think, the only thing I didn't like about St. Paul's was the uh, sound system in the church was difficult. I don't know if it's it any was any better now. No. But, <laughs> all right. That's still the same. Okay. That was, yeah. if I had a drawback, that was it. Yeah. Cause I speak fast and. It, yeah. That was something father Tim Daly, okay. shout out to father Tim Daly. He was such a huge help with the, you know, cause he understood like, he, you know, with the preaching and the echo uh-huh. and yes. Yeah. Especially with the older crowd and yeah. Yeah, it was I always remember, a challenge. I was invited to speak there, and then people tell me, uh, <laughs> "Never mind." Yeah, it was discouraging, you know. Yeah, yeah, they're you, still sweet though. They'll still tell you, "Great homily, Father." Is that right? They didn't understand anything you said. No, you no, know? no. That, you know, you put all that time, effort, and get all I that know. nervous energy. What you didn't? You didn't hear anything? Yeah. So that'd be the only, you know, the only one. Anyway, did did you like the beach where you were down there? Did you go to the? Uh, Beachside yeah. a lot. Yeah, I enjoyed the beach. I enjoyed. I enjoyed. Uh, there's a Hard Rock uh, Hotel that they opened yes. up while I uh-huh. was there. Uh-huh. Um, great spot to you know just go get a get a drink or get some food or All hang right. out by the beach. Yeah, yeah. I'd always go to Ormond by the Sea. It was just a little quieter up there. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. 
that was always my preferred spot for you know either catching the sunrise or uh-huh yeah there was a time uh, my during my first year the hurricane irma came by and uh paid us a visit in daytona and mm-hmm. knocked out the power in the rectory so oh, wow there was a yeah. there was a night where i was just fed up with like mm. like being there without any ac and went out to the beach and like i i felt really tempted to sleep on the beach i was wow. like you know, this would be the full transformation of wow you know daytona <laughs> beach resident <laughs> <There you are. laughs> i didn't want bishop noonan to wake up to that news headlines like you know priest found sleeping on the beach and, <laughs> yeah you be yeah. careful yeah so you had eight months there then you went to saint charles right Correct. there that's in orlando is that what you called orlando it's college park yeah college park okay yeah. and again it has a grade school and you have the high school right beyond that and morning star that's and there's a Hispanic population in your parish as Correct. well. Yeah, we have our, our Spanish group that her, that comes from Apopka. Actually, they connected a lot with uh, Father Alvaro. Um, okay. he's actually Father Alvaro. Know, yeah. He he replaced me when I when I went to St. Charles. So he's now in Daytona Beach at St. Paul's. So oh, okay. they connected well with him. Maybe some other like Hispanic priests. Um, Father Hector Vasquez also worked a lot with them mm-hmm. and just working with the Emmaus retreats. Um, okay. So they felt connected. And so they make that they drive still, they all the way from huh? Apopka. Correct. How long would that take them then? Because again, people were not from that area. Yeah. 30 minute drive? Or? I'd say about 30 minutes. Depends. Some of them live in Okoe. Some of them live like in Apopka. Um, uh... The good thing is like that West Orlando is so connected by like John Young Parkway and old and uh, Orange Blossom Trail. And yeah. it's pretty easy to get to. Um, and I've I've made the drive a few times, you know, just going uh-huh. to visit some of their oh, sick good. and some of the people who are homebound. Um, there's a like currently just being able to, you know, visit those who haven't been to church, like well, just make good. some connections up there. Good. Yes, yes. Um, and the priestly ministry is there something that you really enjoy more than others in your work? Anything particular that you enjoy doing? Sure. Yeah, I love going to the hospital. Um, if you got a, you know, for me as being bilingual, being able right. to offer that, uh, the sacraments in Spanish for those who are. So uh, you like going to hospital ministry? I enjoy it. I enjoy it. I go to Advent Health and uh, the south, the downtown uh, yeah, location. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's right off I four, whatever. I used to visit. Had a, gone yeah. there a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. Where I, do you park? In the uh, what's that parking lot? Oh, there's um, a parking lot. Yeah, the maybe the Rollins Garage or something like that. Okay. Um, they they always have a parking spot. Not no clergy parking because it's you know with the. Yeah. Uh, but like with the the lots are like more for the for the okay. doctors, but they don't they don't charge you for parking. All like right. That was a, that was a good right. thing from the pandemic, and they also uh, they have that third floor with the bridge, so that's always a clutch. Oh, okay. Uh, if you're a little bit in a hurry, um, but uh, yeah, I enjoy it. I enjoy you know I got that okay. sinking feeling every time I do get like uh, a call to the the children's hospital wow. uh, because they have the women's hospital, the children's hospital, and then the main hospital. Oh wow. Yeah, so, but I enjoy it. I, you know, I, there's a hospice in there as well. Um, that's a lot. It is, it is. But then, you know, the, the other part of ministry that's been new has been like working with media and using media. A lot of, yeah, working a lot with like, you know, podcasts. Right and, now. And right now, exactly. This is a, you know, it's a, a new venture. You know, I think that the pandemic has kind of uh, forced a lot of us into. Uh huh. Um, yeah, so that's been something new that this, I've enjoyed. Yeah. This one of your interests then to develop this sort of a ministry is uh, social media. Right, right. Wow. I yeah. know that, in fact, these are your mics. I have brought my own, but uh, this uh, is much yeah, stronger yeah. here. You <laughs> know what I mean? I said, whoa, huh? That's yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah that's You the, know, talk about being a priest. I, I, I have a great admiration for young priests. I really do. I mean, I always express it, but, you know, the world has changed so drastically. 
I mean, the church has gone through, you know, such, we're, we're no longer held in the same respect that we once had, right. you know, it's a different world. And yet you guys sign up for it, yeah. you know, that's incredible. To me, that's incredible. You know, at one time, the fringe benefit, I hate to say it, not that you did it for that reason, but there was a certain respect and people treated you, you know, you kind of, you know, now people, you get the opposite quite right. often. You know right. that? You get quite opposite often. You see what's happening at church, and yet you guys give your life to it. It's amazing. I really, I, I and talented fellows who, young fellows, and yet they, they go into the priesthood. And um, what gives you hope? I, I mean, what, what gives you hope? Are, are you worried about the future? I mean, shortage of vacations? You're going to be overloaded with work. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Huh? <laughs> Every time I get the email from Carol Bernardi, you know, it's like, you know, we pray for the faithful departed. We pray for, yeah. like, you know, the repose of the soul of, you know, uh -huh. uh, whoever, like some of our retired priests or, you know, may they, may they rest in peace as we're, mm -hmm. you know, close to um, Our Lady Queen of Ange Queen of Angels. Is that the name of the cemetery? That's right. Um, yeah. So yeah. we'll all eventually end up there. But, yeah. you know, some of them. Hopefully not too soon. Yeah, but anyway. hopefully not too soon. Uh, but, you know, what gives me hope? When we first um opened up again like to have public masses right uh you know we, the, all these the questions right it's like are, are we going to be prepared enough for those who come and when we first started opening up masses we the the faithful right the people who were that are always there at your daily masses that are there mm -hmm. praying the rosary who are right. there praying the chaplet show up to every one of your events like yeah you know they show up for for church it's like I, you know, I, I take that as inspiration to show up for them, mm -hmm. you know, show up for them, not just physically, not just like I got to roll out of bed and throw on a vestment, but just show up spiritually for them, show up emotionally. Like it, it's the, the, you know, the engagement with them and like that gives me like wow. a sense of purpose, mm -hmm. you know, like I don't need to find that anywhere else. Like, you know, the media is great and like um, all the extracurriculars, like, you know, sometimes some of the benefits, like when somebody picks up the tab for you at a restaurant or something like you know, the, the nice vestments or the nice trips, like right, right. all those things are cool. Like and, and right. you experience them, like in seminary, you get a little taste for that. Right. Um, but all of that falls short of like being able to be present for somebody, like, especially those that are faithful and that are, you know, are really keeping the church going. I, I believe like the prayers of those that, you know, still have hope in the church, still have hope in their priests. Like there, there's a remnant. Yeah, for there's sure. There's a remnant. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I think that's, that's definitely like, you know, and, hopeful. Um, and being a, being young is its own grace and blessing yeah. to people. Right. You know, being a young priest, you know, so take advantage of it. Years go by quickly, and I think most of us were ordained made to realize, wow, because a young priest is a sign of hope. Right. It inspired people. Just being young has its attraction to it. You know, you walk out, oh, we got the young priest. You know, yeah. people get excited. You know that? For sure. I went to St. Peter's, I was 48. Oh, we got the young <laughs> pastor. You know what I mean? <laughs> Priesthood. Our age, we thank you because of the you know the elderly. We uh, you stay young a bit longer, but yeah. there's something a young, fresh look, you know. And the older ladies look at your children, your grandchild, you know. They yeah. they just feel. But a young priest is a sign of hope, and and you just touch and bless them just by your mere presence, just mm. being who you are. You know that it's a grace. It's it is a grace. You know, I used to enjoy doing. I used to, was the hospital chaplain when I was to land, and what I like about hospital ministry. I did visit all the Catholics was that you didn't really have to stay, you know, a long time. Right. Just be there, a few short words, you know, pray, give them communion. And that meant the world of difference. You know, as for some people, you really, it was really, you know, I know 
People thank me for visiting their mother, their father. Thank you for coming by. Unlike a counseling session, which takes 50, 60 minutes, sure. you know, it's sure. draining. Yeah. But a hospital visit going in there being pleasant, praying for somebody, it, 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 for the amount of time, it the, the benefits outweigh it easily, you know? Mm-hmm. And again, like you were saying, you know, uh, people are very good to us. And you're, you're, as you know, the more you give, people will, you know, you, the more you receive. Uh, people will bless you. As long as you keep giving, you know, in a way, you know, within reason, you got to have a balanced life. But you give, people recognize it, and they will bless you for it. So in a balanced life, what are your hobbies then? How do you, what do you do to unwind, unrelax? Now you're not by, not, you're not at the beach anymore. So, yeah. uh, so what do you do in your free time? You know, well, something new. If you have free time. If I got some free time, you yeah. know, uh, something more recent has been uh, being able to like exercise again. I, I was, I've been picking up more of like fitness, like um, goals and trying to lose weight and trying to uh-huh. get, get into the gym. You know, I never thought that would be, you know, part of my, my uh, routine, but also like something that I enjoy. So I, oh, good. even here on retreat, Father, Father Benjamin and I. I um, saw you out there. We're morning there. Yeah. yeah we're out there sweating yeah. and getting yeah. the workout in. Good. Uh, so I enjoy that. Enjoy being being active again. Being and so you belong to, to a gym? I do. Yeah, yeah. I go to Orange Theory, Orange okay. Theory down in Colonial Colonial Plaza. Um, so they they really kick my butt. You know, trying to get to to oh, they, my goal weight. Oh, they work and, with you? Oh, you yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a class, so they they do oh, the. Okay. It's it's like about maybe uh probably like fifteen participants like at a time, and treadmill and rower and wow doing some uh some weights and yeah just trying to stay active good, and then good. along with that playing some basketball playing some soccer um but getting on getting on a bike and going out oh, College good. Park has a good you know close to some bike routes mm-hmm. um and then uh so enjoy yeah enjoy being outside uh getting a chance to get on a kayak or uh do some uh do some fishing every once in a while whenever oh, uh yeah. father josh invites me uh okay. so he's uh yeah, yeah. the vocation oh, director he, for the diocese yeah. and pastors he most loves the fish loves the fish i don't have the patience for that I, yeah yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. No. i don't think he has the patience to take me out every time too is that like, right <laughs> i get stuck in the trees sometimes um uh and then you know, just like, I got my parents close by too. Okay, like, I was gonna ask you where they yeah they're, they're close by. Yeah, they're, they're close by. They live down in like uh, Pine Castle, like the Belle Isle area, okay, down so by like John Vianney. Okay. Um. So they yeah, I enjoy being able so to good go to be see by them. family. That's yep. good. That's good. Now speaking, you know, social media. Do you have any favorite podcasts that you listen to? Uh. Yeah, I I enjoy. Well, I enjoy the Joe Rogan podcast. Joe um, Rogan, huh? Yeah, he's a comedian and <laughs> he's a, uh, I listened to, I heard personality. Him a couple times. Yeah, his language a little at times. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah he's not always going to be the. But I think he's one, one of the most popular podcasts out there. I believe. Correct. Huh? Correct. Yeah. Right. He's, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Any he's, others besides good old Joe? Uh, good old Joe. Well, another Joe, different Joe. Uh, the Joe Budden podcast. That's more like uh, he covers like culture and hip hop and. Okay. Um, so I, good for you. Growing up in New York, I mean, I. I fell in love with like with hip-hop and rap and like that, right. that culture so you know i've got a i'm not walking around with like you know saggy pants and like you know <laughs> <laughs> with my with my you know with my cap backwards, backwards. or anything yeah, yeah so i try to tame that a little bit but i enjoy you know just being and staying in touch with like because they talk a lot about like advocacy and like you know the real issues and stuff so and then you know just to have some fun i, I listen to the murder mysteries those are always kind of oh, thrilling right? okay. yeah yeah okay. somebody put me onto those oh wow yeah but i'm glad to hear that you listen to the you know the hip-hop rap because you know you're working with that that with the world of the youth right and so right. you can understand relate their world and yeah that's uh yeah yeah that's i mean part of like you know using all the media and like getting involved with the uh, podcasting is because i was first uh 
a lover of like podcasts, or at least I found a lot of joy in uh-huh. listening to comedians, listening to right? different, um, you know, personalities that just have, there's a one that's, uh, the, um, the armchair expert with Dax Shepard. Um, mm-hmm. he does interviews and like, he just has an awesome perspective. And like this guy, he was a, he was a, in movies uh-huh. and I only ever saw one movie from him. And I thought he was like a wash up. Like he'd never like, right? really yeah. found success in the entertainment business, but here he was like with this successful podcast. And, um, so he's, he's like one example of like, you know, just sharing your own perspectives can be life giving for someone else. Are there podcasts in Spanish? I, you know, there's a, not that I know of. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, that's another like a need there. You know, maybe yeah, because I'm my deacon. I said, you know, I'm going to tell him. I like him to do a yeah, a, you know, a podcast to reach that audience as right. well. You right, know, I, I'm I, sure there is. I'm sure, but I never see it advertised. Just, you know, yeah. Uh, so there aren't, huh? Yeah, yeah not that into, I, Sometimes like, I know there's a Carlos Yepes, a Father Carlos Yepes. He's from Colombia. Okay, he does a lot of work with uh, with with media. And then another actually group of sisters that I interviewed. Um, the the comunicadoras eucaristicas uh-huh. uh they're a, a, an order that um part of their mission part of their charism is using media through music through podcasting through they have like a like a formation program for families uh-huh. that they connect every every saturday night wow. um, worldwide at 8 30 at night so they they provide some kind of catechesis for the families mm-hmm. that connect with that wow. program so yeah, I've met a few like you know just people who are involved in that. But it's that not ministry. widespread. But it's not as widespread. Yeah, not not as much as like you there's, know. There's an open field for you. I know. Yeah, yeah, huh? yeah. There you are for Th- sure. There's a need. There is a need. There is a need, buddy. Now, so you do you have a podcast? Are you going to develop a podcast or? Yeah, right now I'm working with uh, my my buddy uh, Alex Feliciano. He's a seminarian for the diocese, right. and we're working with the communications office. Um, it's called Holy Interruptions. Holy Interruptions. Yep. Nice title. Yep. Catchy. Yeah. Catchy. I yeah. like it. Yeah. So uh, the Holy Interruptions podcast, uh, where we've recorded two episodes. Uh, we've Is got, it out already? Is it on? It's not out yet. No. It's we're we're still in the recording stage of okay. just trying to get enough content recorded and then okay. to be able to publish it. Um, but uh, yeah, be on the lookout for it. It's it, it's gonna be part of the das and lineup, like all the I know, like the there, like the fa- yeah yeah. With I'm the, sorry. I know yeah, it's, but they'll make it available like okay. Apple Podcast and yeah. Um, it the unique thing about it is we're gonna we're recording video because we can't be in the same room because oh, he's down okay. at the seminary at the bubble. Oh um, wow! So he can't really come yes. back up to Orlando to record. Sure, so, sure. It's a bit of a so drive. We, yeah, so we record. Um, you know, using a Streamyard, it's like we're both like on the same screen and. Okay. Yeah. So, so that's the what audio. We use. It'll be audio and video. So, and video. Yeah. So, so you can find us on YouTube. On YouTube, as well. then, right? Yep. Yep. Wow. And the name again is Holy Interruptions. Holy Interruptions. Yep. And so you'd be talking about church life. Is that what it's about, or what's what's anything it? things really. in society, yeah, trends, yeah. right? Any the movies that come out, anything, I mean, right? Anything that's out there, sort of I'd love contemporary. The, huh? Yeah, anything contemporary, like any anything that's like what you mentioned earlier, that quote from Saint Paul, right? It's like all things are for are good, you right, know, for right. those that yeah, love the yeah. Lord, like anything that is seemingly like in an, in, an interruption or seemingly an occasion for frustration or mm-hmm. for, you know, um, just uh, being able to check out from your responsibilities uh-huh. or whatever, like going into a spiral or into a bender, like yeah. anything that's can be seen as like that kind of occasion, or it can be seen as an occasion for holiness, right? Uh-huh. Like an occasion, like in my case, right? Like, like the death of my, my brother, like, became an occasion for, you know, for, for, for right. growth and for, um, you know, close, getting closer together with my family, getting closer to God. 
Mm-hmm. So really being able to discuss all of those scenarios, like situations that people might go through, things uh-huh. that Alex and I go through, like yeah, as, yeah, as, yeah. as a priest and as a seminarian, and then, you know, opening it up to, you know, other for people to tell their own stories, right? There's a possibility there for guest appearances or for, you know, people to call in and share their stories with us. And uh, so this is, I guess, geared for young people, right? Young people, it could, you know I mean? it yeah. could be for like, you know, for adults, it could be for parents if grandparents like is that right yeah yeah we're trying to trying to be all that's a little you know, tough <laughs> yeah 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 whoever wants to listen you know that's the way well, we put it out there audience who kind of you know we talk about things society music usually it's you know yeah yeah grandma's not into yeah hip-hopping but anyway right but you know i think it'd be great if you could do that and young you know young people here and how you connect things in the world their life right and you know there's, there's a connection to god so right because they're not not always open if you went straight to God part, you know what I mean? Right. This is how you, this is the uh, roundabout way. And so, so they can see the connection as well. Well, good. I, you know, I get, you know, I, as, as challenging the times are, but they're also exciting. Yeah. You know, podcasting, the, the opportunities to reach people now, you don't need a lot of money, you know, you right. don't have to be on TV anymore. That expense, all you need is your computer, a microphone and bang. Yeah. You can reach people. Right. It's fantastic. It is. What it's, we have now. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, yeah, I think of like the early Christians, right? That's like yeah. the, the Roman roads and the Roman, you know, networks and uh, just yeah. ways that, you know, the gospel was able to, you know, uh-huh. go through like so many different cultures and reach so many different people um, because of the circumstances, right? It's like, yeah, we may not be living in the best circumstances. You know, we might have to, you know, tread a little softly when it comes to, you know, dealing with media types or dealing with like, you know, just the restrictions of like, um, you know, copyrights or whatever the case may be. Whenever we get involved in something new, like there's always going to be challenge. Yeah. Um, but I think the end goal is always, you know, to be able to evangelize and, you know, reach those people that are just like looking for content, like looking for content that's different or just, you know, they ever had like a question about it. Like mm-hmm. and people have been doing this. So it's not that we have to reinvent the wheel here. Right. Right. Um, but we're all uniquely made. We all have Fantastic. our particular gifts. And so. It's uh, putting yourself out there. Before I go, you like preaching? I love preaching. You know, yeah. Not nervous? No. Well, I get nervous. I mean, but that, still, that's, yeah, that's a, yeah. there's a healthy, good nervous, and there's a Absolutely. trepidation nervous. But yeah, it's a good nervous because uh, the energy kicks in, and yeah. you know, it's it's a important responsibility. But you're good about it. Yeah, yeah. Kudos to the seminary because Saint Vincent de Paul has an excellent uh, homiletics right? program, so oh, they good, good. they really prep us for that without having to like go out and get in like a like a like a doctorate degree in like in, in scripture or, or preaching. Like they they really prepare us for, you know, just out of the, out of the gate, being able to, you know, take on preaching that's, you know, substantial and, um, and effective and uh-huh. relevant, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How long do you preach for? Am I be asking usually? Well, well, Bishop Noonan uh, has asked us to preach for at least 10 minutes. Well, that's at, at max. Least. Yeah. Yeah. At the max. 10 oh, that, minutes. oh yeah, yeah. Not the least. It's yeah. The, the max. <laughs> yeah. I'll, uh, I'm, I'm in that 10 to 12 minute range. I'd, so normal time, you ten to twelve, or you will be yeah. on that, or what? No, I, I try to 12. not to. That's yeah, good. ten to twelve. Yeah. I start feeling it when I'm going past that twelve minute okay, mark. Okay, that's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. No, preaching is a great challenge because every week you got to get up there, right? Right. It's a right. challenge. And it's then, like on a given day, it's like it's either the parish, it's either the school mass, or it's Bishop Moore. <laughs> it's a funeral. It's a wedding. I've got a wedding this weekend um, down in Melbourne, wow. so I've got down in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. What church so ascension? At or? ascension. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So some friends of mine that uh, wow. I, I met when I was there after my, after I graduated from St. John Vianney back in 2012. Um, so you preach at the high school? 
And I preach at the high school. Yep, we have our we have a, a weekly class mass. They kind of they oh, have class? the gym. Okay. Yeah, they yeah. divide the class in half. Because more. of the pandemic, or this how they normally do it? Because of the pandemic. Pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because we can't have. Before we would have a school mass, all school mass yeah, yeah. once a month. Yeah, we we take turns at Trinity High up in there in Ocala. Yeah. And one thing about preaching to teens, as to me, your Sunday congregation, Sunday right. congregation will at least look at you and make believe they're paying attention. Yeah, teens, you know, if you lose, you yeah, know, yeah, 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 you know, oh God, you know, it's immediate. You can tell, right? And you got you got to be on your game, boy. You have to really, uh, hmm. yeah, yeah, it's a and challenge. Your attention, oh, yeah, it is. Preaching in, a, for, preaching in a preaching in a school gym is yeah, also yeah. like good. Yeah. Now, do you have screens in your church at uh, St. Charles Borromeo? We've got projectors. We've and got a screens, yeah. we've got a projector, and you know, because of everything that we're, I mean, we stream our eleven o'clock mass on Sundays. Okay. Um. So you know, probably in the near future, or you know, whenever I love screens. Happen, yeah. I try to put different some of the pictures and you know, I, I'm yeah. into it. You know. I, yeah, you put up like the lyrics for like so, the hymns and stuff. Well, no, but, my homilies. I'll put. Okay. I guess some pictures or something. Something. Yeah, because people are visual, visual, lear- visual learners and yeah. things like that. But anyway, let me before we leave, one more thing I'd like to ask you: uh, your spiritual discipline. What's your spiritual life like? How do you feed yourself spiritually as a young man? You have a habit of prayer, any discipline, what, anything you might share in that? Sure, sure. I've got a I got a little corner in my in my living room where I you know have my Bible. I've got my, uh-huh. my the Divine Office. I've got you know some scripture readings or some. Um, uh, spiritual reading from some of the saints. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I, I lean towards like Ignatian, like Ignatian spirituality, just because I was, you know, part of the spirituality that they present to you in seminary. It's it's kind of like, you know, the spirituality that like, unless you went to St. Meinrad's or you went to, yes. um, you know, where there's like a religious a order. different religious order. Yeah, some of the, some of the, the Benedictines. So you say Ignatian, that's St. Ignatius, Ignatius Loyola, Loyola. Yeah. the founder of the Jesuits. Correct. Yeah. So and their spirituality, whether because I've done the thirty day retreat, I did the spiritual exercises one summer. I did a, like a nine week program at in Omaha, Nebraska, at the Institute for Priestly Formation. Wow. And so they adapt a lot of like Ignatian disciplines. Oh wow. And, and principles. You made a thirty day retreat. Correct. Uh, yeah. You went someplace for that, or uh, did I you did do it, it at, at home? I did it at Creighton University. Creighton. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Lucky so that's, you. that's where I, I was a blessing. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for Father Jorge and Bishop Noonan, um, the former vocation director who made yeah. that available for a lot of the guys. Father wow. Josh as well makes it available to the guys. Wow. Yeah. Was so, it difficult? 30, the 30 day retreat after a while? It, it was challenging. Yeah. Challenging, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's hard to order a, order a sandwich when you're making like, you know, just kind of pointing to all the things. Eventually you kind of like, you know, uh, you know, you, you loosen the rules a little bit. And, but it was tough, huh? But it was, you know, it's a challenge. But I, I knew I couldn't do it like in a cabin somewhere in the middle of nowhere. Like I needed to have life around me. Um, sure. That's like, you know, I'm not called to be a, a monk or uh-huh. um, or cloistered, you know, like yeah. I'm, I'm called to be like said, you're with a, the people. So. You seem to be that way to me. Yeah. As I told you. For sure. Well, so it worked you, for you though. Yeah. Kind of that active con- contemplation. Like, yeah. uh, so part of it is like, if I do have the time to, sit down and pray with scripture or to sit down and, and meditate. Other times it's like on my way to the hospital or on my way, you know, like in the office, I take a brief moment just to kind Good. of catch myself. Yeah. yeah. Keep praying. Yeah. Keep That's my life strong, right? Yeah. That's that it, in the don't... Eucharist. So. Amen. Well, listen, uh, it's been most enjoyable. I thank you yeah. again to know you and hope our listeners get to know a young priest. If 
Father Edwin. He's up in St. Charles in College Park College area. Park, correct. Yeah, most of us, were, if we're up in Ocala area, may not know where that is, but it's yeah. fantastic. Good luck in your ministry, and good Thank luck you, with your social media. Absolutely. I'll share the I'll share the episodes as soon as I can. All right, my all man. Right. Bless you and bless all those listening. Thank you for having me, man. Amen. Thank you, guys.